0: Hi, everyone. Uh, This is Liam, co-host of the podcast that you're about to listen to. Um, I just might as well address the elephant in the room. Um, So we recorded this episode on the 29th of March and 24 hours after we tape it, uh, the news has broke that former President Donald Trump has been indicted by a grand jury and possibly may have to go to court and may have to do some prison time this is something that i mean he had been he'd said that one time like i'm going to prison third tuesday so everyone start protesting so he this has clearly been something that has been in the works for a while and me and jordan thought about doing a emergency transmission episode on it but Uh, These things always move so slow, and, you know, considering it's just a, a, you know, an indictment for hush money against a porn star, I don't think this is as earth-shattering as a lot of people. I mean, it's earth-shattering for a former president to get indicted. That's, that's shocking, but I don't see this being anything more than just some, just more of a civil case, like house arrest kind of thing, and considering it's so early in the proceedings that I don't think we're going to get a lot of fun, juicy stuff until much later in the, much later and down the road. So uh, next episode, once, once things start to move forward, we'll probably be talking more about that, but I just want to acknowledge that, yes, we are fully aware that Donald Trump is now indicted for paying hush money for porn star, which, you know what, for everything he's done, that's probably the worst thing for presidents ever get charged with. I mean, this guy tried to coup the government and that's not what he's being charged with. I mean, at least Nixon like stole documents and shit. So yeah, I'm just, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens down the road on that, but my God, it's going to be a lot of fun. I might have to get a truth social because of that. So either way, enjoy the episode and have a good day. (music)
1: to the gale boys the uh, podcast you're currently listening to uh i'm joined by always my uh, friend and co-host liam
0: hello everyone welcome to this edition of gala boys um i would like to start the show off with a bit of a personal grievance um i'm not on twitter anymore not because i pissed off elon musk but because my account was uh uh hijacked by an nft grifter and because twitter doesn't have a support group anymore i'm probably not getting it back
1: yeah it's uh ever since he took over there's been a noticeable increase in nft spam like every uh like message request i get now is, is some like dipshit with a like obvious bot with a fucking like pixelated AV. like yeah uh crack this link to get uh, 69 billion Bitcoin. It's it's real. Trust me.
0: Yeah, uh, no, it's just it's just wild because I just woke up one day and I'm like, oh, and I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't I wasn't that angry because um yeah I've been love I've been falling out of love with Twitter because you know now that all these assholes can just pay to have their posts bumped, so you go you you see like fucking like Ben Shapiro shit now on your page even though you don't follow him you're like I'm just. I'm enjoying my self-imposed exile from now on. I don't know if I'll go back, but maybe.
1: I think uh, at some point next month he's planning on the uh, like for you tab to be specifically Blue checks. I don't care much for the for you tab. I don't use it that much, but it has like some interesting people on it. But it is like by next month it will just be people that pay for Twitter and yeah, yeah there's a. Uh, those are probably the dumbest people you're ever going to interact with. The uh, the people who fork over eight dollars a month to post is just.
0: For, and my favorite is the announcement of you can hide your blue check mark. That uh, shit was. You know what? Bullying works. I'm sorry, it really does.
1: Yeah, in this case, it does. Like, you pay for the fucking check mark, and you getting getting bullied to the point where like, you have to pay to hide the thing you wanted in the first place. It's just like. <laughs> You might as well just log off at that point yeah. because there's there's no real uh, there's no real point of posting if you can't show off.
0: And even then, it's like if I see you posting either more uh, a Twitter post more than the hundred uh, what two hundred forty characters or a three minute video, I'm like, I know you paid for Twitter, buddy. You you can hide that shit, but we know. So it's not really gonna go. The shame isn't gonna go away just because you hit it. And I know there's. There's a Google Chrome extension that will allow people to see who actually pays for Twitter. It's eight dollars, that's what it's called. If anyone's interested, it's hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's pretty much the mark of shame at this point. It's like the uh the Bioshock Infinite curse mark. That's how you identify just the dumbest fucking people on there. But it is funny how, like, Musk was supposed to come in and fix all these problems, and now it's just, it's somehow worse than when Dorsey was in fact. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Jack Dorsey. He's also, like, a libertarian Bitcoin dipshit. But things were, like, relatively stable under him, but now it's like, paid to hide your check marks, so people don't make fun of you. Okay.
0: I just think, what was the problems with Twitter other than... Uh, one conservative guy got banned for saying a bunch of racial slurs, because that's really the only issue all these people had. That's one of the reasons they were like, Elon Musk will save us, and then, you know, it's just sour grapes now for most of these people, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to just the end of all this shit, because it really is. Mark Zuckerberg just lost a fuck ton of money, uh, money with, his, uh, with his field from Meta project. He's done, like, like, last time I checked, like $20 billion dollars. Because he can't make his fucking lawnmower man world uh, work properly. It's this like, what are you doing at this uh, point?
0: This is the end result, though, of tech bros having being in charge of everything. It's turning into, like... I mean, this was a bubble that was already about to burst. Now these guys have so much fucking money that they're allowed to do their insane... Um, you know, I want to be the next Genghis Khan-type fantasy projects. And, uh, yeah, we're seeing it blow up in their faces, and it's very fun to watch.
1: I know... uh yeah, and sort of farcist, the uh, left wing uh, ex finance minister of Greece. or something interesting uh, recently about how, like, entrepreneurs two hundred years ago would be these titans of the industry, guys like uh, Andrew Carnegie and um, and Hoover, whereas now it's just guys like Elon Musk and fucking Zuckerberg, people that just sink tens of billions into these projects that go nowhere. And it's like, this really is the end of capital as as we're looking at it.
0: Yeah, like a Nero playing the fiddle as Rome Burns type situation where it's just, yeah, just... I mean, you know, and also speaking of the end of capital, um, I don't know if anyone's been following what's going on in France right now. That's been a huge thing that surprisingly a lot of the world doesn't really talk about, like at least not on the big platforms. But it is like, um, yeah, Paris is burning again. Uh, (laughs) Like it never really stopped burning, but it's really on fire. Like there's these amazing videos that I've seen where a bunch of rich people are at the cafes just... Drinking their coffee, and then in the background, you see patches of burning trash. It's It really is something out of a fucking like. Paul Verhoeven couldn't come up with an image as just beautifully s- fucked up as that.
1: Yeah. It's very easy to like make fun of the French as cheesy uh, like, cheesing surrender monkeys. They're probably the least uh, cocked workforce, uh, not only in Europe, but the world. Like, oh, yeah. I know Macron wanted to like raise the retirement age from was it sixty two to sixty four, and immediately after that got announced, like the entire city was just set on fire. the, like, the firemen, you, you do not fuck with the French and their fucking uh, pension system.
0: No, the Fre- the firemen joined in on the protest, so the cops <laughs> couldn't like. Well, we could start beating protesters, but these are firemen. Like shit. Like that's that's got to be a tough moment. Like whose side are you on, motherfucker? But it is Yeah, the
1: the police can uh, be up fucking uh, like f- left-wing uh, French twinks, but as soon as they start like targeting fucking firemen and hospital workers, that's when uh um, yeah, that's the optics that's are the, uh, not the, good. That's,
0: that's the bridge too far. Like even the the hard conservatives will turn on you. Like that is some shit that like no, that's not acceptable. Like.
1: Yeah, the rules that you only, like, see that in America, like, the cops really just do not give a fuck there, like, just be up and kill whoever the fuck they want over there.
0: Yep, that's, uh, well, that's kind of, uh, that's the, again, that's probably, we talk about America's cop fetish, and that really doesn't exist around a lot of places in the world. You know, American Cop Vision is, like, the, the sheriff, you know, like, the guy who just sits on this badge and shoots to kill, it's like Deadwood, you know, that's how they view their, po- yeah. that's how the police view themselves in America. They're all Timothy Oliphant from fucking Deadwood.
1: Yeah, and they're all just as insane as them. Yep. But uh, yeah, but speaking of uh, America fucking itself, uh, I'm on a Twitter just now, and this is from a People's Daily China okay. that um, China just uh, sold uh, like cargo freight uh, boats of natural gas to uh, the UAE for yuan, which means that China somehow managed to bypass the very stringent dollar system. If this is just like a one-off thing, but if this is a recurring thing where countries are just bypassing the dollar, then it's, uh, it really is game over for America. People have talked before about how like yeah, America's dollar hegemony is the reason why it's still functioning as a country. But if that's like seriously under threat now, then yeah, it's it's pretty much all. I problem. think. It, I
0: think it's also just you know, it, America isn't really. What does really America have to offer the wider world? Like they don't make anything. Uh, they have no real infrastructure. Like China makes shit, you know, and even countries in Europe have oil and gas. And America is what's their export? Really, nothing other than like what entertainment. even then, that's kind of. Not really something that's a huge loss. If if Hollywood goes under, I imagine the rest of the world will be like, oh, well, we'll just move on, you know?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I know fucking uh, John Wick 4 just came out, and that's like the only reason why America hasn't collapsed fucking financially. No, it really is like the only thing America makes now is just like Cape shit and like seven Keanu Reeves movies back to back. Uh, it's like, yeah, uh, the Chinese are just eating our lunch when it comes to, like, everything else.
0: Yeah, and they make better movies, too. I'm sorry, even their mm. war films are better than most cape shit, and their war films are fucking nuts. <laughs> Speaking of the Chinese, um, I know, I, we both don't use this app, but I think it's hilarious that um, America may ban TikTok before the end of the year, which mm. I don't know how that would even fucking work, because there's gonna be a lot of pissed off teenagers but i, I kind of want to see them do it
1: yeah sure. fucking uh the whole tiktok thing is funny because it's america and trying to do like chinese style censorship but the problem is because because of america's dumb uh free market capitalist system they can't really have blanket bans on that they can't just like do a china where like China has its, like, own fucking internet if it's on Google. America can't do that. So, like, trying to ban this fucking, this widely really popular app is, like, it's probably not even going to happen. No. Like, they're going to have a bunch of hearings. Uh, like, MTG is going to make a fucking ass of herself like she did. But, yeah, nothing's going to come of that. I, I will say this, That is very funny. My
0: favorite uh, part of it was the, the I watched a bit of the hearings. That guy with the eye patch. He's like, so yeah, the, the Communist Party of China, do you, do you share that with, with people that you work with? I'm like, sir, I'm from Singapore. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. It's not... like,
0: like, that's just part of this, is this. This is just like, I don't know why America, I mean, I get they're fearful of China because China's going to win. But <laughs> it is this, it's so nakedly obvious. This is just to fuck with China. That's all this is about. This has nothing to do with, like... They, they don't give a shit if the the TikTok steals people's data. Fucking Facebook did that shit for 10 years and they didn't stop Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Yeah, if you're going to let Zuckerberg fucking data harvest, then, like... You're really not going to put an end to fucking, like... Even if that is you, fucking TikTok is... Is harvesting all these zoomers there? Who gives a shit? Like, no. what the fuck? What the fuck do you think Xi Jinping is going to do with all that? Yeah. Like, what, what is he going to do? Fucking uh, market plottees to them. Uh, gonna- That's what's so funny. Like. America's also been in this for decades. Oh, yeah, no. But we have to pretend that fucking China and Russia are the ones doing it. Are you kidding me? No. Fucking the NSA exists, motherfucker. They've been spying on people since fucking 9-1. They're still
0: spying on people just because Snowden did that thing doesn't mean they stopped. They just took a break for six months. I will say this. I did love watching the protest of influencers in front of the Capitol. And that was kind of like, I hope this happens not because I think it's politically useful, but watching these people fucking freak out and realize they have to go get a real job does make me smile. That that makes me chuckle quite greatly.
1: That will be if the Zoomers version of Jan 6. If like <laughs> if that if that does get banned, it won't be. But if it does then like you will see fucking like like whatever the zoomers version of QAnon is like the storm will come like fucking joe biden's gonna get dragged out by his fucking hair plugs and popped well fucking like some 13 year old does a fortnight dance over his corpse <laughs>
0: Oh, that's a, that's a picture
1: right there. I, I do make fun of that, but I do genuinely believe that, like... Oh, no. ...all these fucking, like, Republicans do deserve the wall. Like, the fact that fucking Dan Crenshaw thought that guy was Chinese... That's so fucked like, up. yeah, like, that, yeah, fuck you. You deserve is... the fucking... You deserve your other eye to get fucking gouged out, you, you prick.
0: You made me feel bad for a dude who's probably doing all the evil shit you think he's doing. And that's a... That's bad. You shouldn't be worse than that. <laughs> it's, yeah. So America will probably, I don't know when they will crumble, but it, it doesn't. Like it seems like like it's not going to take much to do it. I mean, I hate to talk about this, but I do want to talk about briefly what happened in Nashville. Um, that is fucking horrible, uh, but it's also kind of the perfect encapsulation of America right now because it's like it's not that three children were brutally murdered, it's the fact the shooter was trans. That's what's most important to some people, which is really fucking ghoulish, to be honest, even if the person that they're talking about is a monster. You know? Yeah,
1: it's, uh, like, you'll see Ben Shapiro and Matt Walsh, like, guys who are willing to fucking go to the bat for the House. Like, oh, he's, uh, he's just misunderstood. Free him, free him. Now it's like, yeah, we need to down every trans person, and and fucking lock them so away forever. S-
0: they have been salivating for this, though. They've been wanting this shit. Oh, yeah, they're
1: paying for this shit. Oh,
0: they were waiting for this shit because it's all been their guys, and now they're like, fucking, finally. But then you, you found a thing where um, there was... Um, it, it's very likely this person went through abuse at the hands of some kind of religious group or organization, so even that still stems from systems like Shapiro and Walsh deeply support the the church and these kinds of religious-heavy organizations, you know? Yeah,
1: so uh, Aubrey Horn, the mass shooter went to some, like, Presbyterian uh, school, which is the fact that they're even still allowed to be a thing after the fucking, like, numerous sex scandals is just baffling to me. But, um, yeah, in uh, 2008, which lines up to when this mass shooter was in school, it was revealed that, like the head pastor was just taking kids home to fuck them, and nothing was really done about that for a long time. And it's more than likely, yeah, this is, like, this kid was fucked in the ass, and now they're pulling a fucking Day of Reckoning. Someone has to pay, and unfortunately, it turned out to be a bunch of kids.
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh, again, I have no sympathy for this person. They're a murderer. And it takes a special kind of evil to kill children, but I do think... This is something that is going to be used a lot in the coming months from, from all sides of, of this, of the anti, uh, either gay or trans debate. This is going to be used so much. Like they're going to do to this person what they should have done to Rittenhouse. And you know, it's just, I don't want to defend them and I'm not trying to, but it is like, fuck, you know, you had to, you had to go do this. huh? You you had to go do this shit and ruin it for everyone else. Huh? Fuck
1: yes uh i've already seen like mtg uh proposing legislation to like curb the second amendment for people on uh, hormones you're you're basically just depriving this like thing you love from an entire subset of people because like because deep down like deep down they know like ben shapiro knows that when push comes to shove the fucking nra like one of the few times in their history when they were against fucking gun ownership was the Black Panthers. Yep, and they're gonna... They fucking... Yeah, no, they're just doing the exact same shit again.
0: For all these people, the these First and Second Amendments are very malleable. It's very... They'll preach absolutism, but it's very malleable. You can you can shape it the way you want. It's like a wet piece of clay. You
1: know? Yeah, it's uh, one rule for them, one rule for us. Uh, yeah. of everyone else. Fucking horrible. Because, like, if you you want to talk about, like, minorities, Republicans are, like, 20% of the population, and for some reason they're just, like, allowed to own half the fucking country.
0: It's rich white men. That's... I hate to simplify it like that, but no, silver-haired, middle-aged white men always get what they want. That's just the American way of life.
1: Speaking of, uh, rich white men uh, destroying everything, uh, the thing we're going to talk about today is, uh, we're doing something a little bit different today. I know uh, last time it was, um, so, yeah, this like ties into that. We're talking about a, a video game today, if you want to uh, introduce it.
0: Yeah, so we're talking about, um, we've wanted to do a video game for this pod for a while, because I do think, you know, video games can, You know I have a mixed opinion on video games as an art form, and I'm going to get into that in this episode, don't worry, but uh, we've always wanted to talk about one, and we've been debating for a long time which one to actually do. And we, th- I think this one is worth doing, a because it fits into our uh, what we talk about on this show, but also it's hilarious in the way that, like, a way a message has been completely distorted over the past uh, two decades. This film, this game, has been out. So today we're discussing uh, Deus Ex. Uh, We're going to discuss the whole series, but I mean, we really want to focus on the original 2000 uh, game uh, developed by Ion Storm, which I did some research. Uh, Ion Storm was John Romero's company. If you know who John Romero is, he did, uh, he left Id, uh, he's one of the creators of Doom and Quake. He left to make Daikatana, and this was the company (laughs) that he founded. And um, if anyone knows about... Even if you don't know much about video games, Daikatana is one of those... It's like the Ishtar of video games. It's this notorious, just flop everything that could have gone wrong with it did um it had a very famous advertisement with uh john romero's about to make you his bitch yeah yeah Full page like, i have the i have hit.
1: played dia katana and uh he did make me his bitch for five minutes before i decided yeah. to stop playing I think,
0: it. I think there was also a version of that ad that said like hold it down and suck it or something like that uh. it really was just it, 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 it's such cringeworthy like badass advertising i don't know it makes me think of like when Dead uh Dead Space 2 did those like moms react to Dead Space 2 and it's mm, just yeah. real cringe, edgelord shit. But um so the interesting thing about Deus Ex it was developed by the B team who was working at Iron Storm so uh the Dallas, which is where Romero was stationed, was working on Daikatana, and a guy named Warren Spector was working on this project pretty much by himself, um, you know, completely independent from Romero's uh grasp. He had worked on uh, as a producer on Wing Commander, but this was his debut as a sort of a creative designer. And um, it's uh, yeah, the rest is history after that. Once it comes out, you know, it's it's ironic the B game becomes a bigger hit than the actual debut title from the creator of fucking Doom. Well, the co-creator of Doom.
1: Yeah, Ion Storm is really like John Romero's uh, vanity project. Like as soon as um. Doom two comes out and it's a massive hit and Meryl really starts huffing his farts a little too hard. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck you guys, I'm going to make my own studio with yeah. uh, with my own games." And just immediately, his like his first big vanity project, fucking shits itself to death. Like I played uh, Die katana when it came out. Like uh, a friend of mine had an N64 and I went to his house and i like, I knew nothing about it because I wasn't really like, clued into like gaming culture back then. But I saw he had this this little game called Daikatana Katana, and we played it for like like five minutes and just switched off because it is like it's not unplayable, it's just really fucking bad. No, it's bad. It's, like... yeah,
0: it's bad. It's and it's it's quite funny the the making of it because it's like he announced this hugely ambitious. There's time travel, samurai, guns and shit, and he said it'll be done in seven months. And then seven uh. months turned into three years, which now is kind of the bare minimum for a video game development time. That used to be, three years used to be, that's way too long. Now it's like you develop a game to be ready like 10 years from now.
1: If you're like developing a game in the early 2000s and it takes three years, you might as well just stop at that point. Because yeah. I know Deus only took a couple of months because uh, Spectre was, um, he was familiar with video games. His like background came from tabletops. Yep. Like uh, like Dungeons and Dragons, clones. So when uh, Romero approached him and said, "Yeah, just do whatever the fuck you want," he was obs- like, he wasn't like obsessive conspiracy theories, but he was like interested in how uh, people like really, uh got born to them and the 90s were like the peak of this shit so uh, You had uh, x-files uh, yeah. all the fucking men in black shit and dsx is like the grand uh culmination of that no oh,
0: and it's uh it's always fun because specter is um yeah he's from that camp of like that was when conspiracies were fun where it was yeah. like you know now it's pizza gate shit but like back then it's like bigfoot's in charge of like a, the illuminati that's fun that's entertaining <laughs> now it's like just all gay people are trying to kill you. It's like, that's not a fun conspiracy. That's just you being a dick. But, um, Yeah, the,
1: this... Il- the Illuminati was, uh, like, the big bad of the early 2000s. Like, a bunch of media had them as the bad guys. Like, um, that first La Croft movie, which came out, like, like, six months before 9-11. The Illuminati are the bad guys and that. Uh, the X-Files, they also, like, the main antagonist of that working for the fucking uh the gray alien overlords and it's just like yeah deus ex is like it's like well what if all this shit was real and you have to fight against it
0: fight literally the illuminati is a group in this game you fight the majestic 12 which i don't know if you've read about that that's a very famous uh, (laughs) conspiracy Uh, like if you're deep into like ufo conspiracy lore that name is very famous but yeah it's there's a lot of that in this game, and it's it's sort of in service to um, really what I think Spectre's more interested in with, with this game in particular, which is capitalism's end results, which is just, you know, this one corporation basically runs everything. They own you, and, you know, that's the thing about makes Denton, the protagonist, so interesting. He is ostensibly a slave to these people. And the game, like, you just get missions from people and you can climb the ladder or you can tell them to go themselves.
1: Yeah, I know um, originally, because uh, there's, like, if you've ever played the game and spoilers for uh, for this 20-year-old game, but originally um, Spectre wanted to, like, he essentially wanted two games one is where you fight against the illuminati and one is where you like side with them throughout the entire game like you stick with yunako know, throughout the entire game uh then he realized that it'd take too long so that's there is a point where it's like yeah you have to fight against the people you're working for you have to fucking uh you have to like shoot your former boss to death. it's yeah, very funny. Oh,
0: there, there's some, there's there's some fun shit you can do in this game even before that because this is part of one of those. This is part of those games I love. Like there's this weird period in, like, uh, you had like System Shock Two. You had feet yes. where you had these games that were like really just designed around the player to do whatever the hell they wanted. There's there's a part in this game that I've never forgotten where you can walk into the ladies' restroom. You get chastised <laughs> by your female coworker and then your boss will call you and be like, Hey man, don't do that. That looks more bad on the company than it does on you.
1: Yeah, the yeah you're not embarrassed than you are. Yeah, yeah you can commit sexual
0: harassment shit. in this fucking game. It's legitimate it was very ahead of its time, I must say.
1: Every fucking spook now is a pervert, which is just yeah <laughs> chef's kiss right there. <laughs> but uh yeah, JC Denton's interesting because he's like this weird robot man he just like runs around with this monotone voice killing a bunch of people but he's also like the main hero he's the one that fucking uh saves the world from this evil cabal of perverts I think, I think
0: it's sort of like a robocop type uh character arc mm, you, yeah, you, yeah. You're, you're the slow realization that you're the slave to these corporate overlords and you have to know, like now that realization hits him that like I must fight back, I must atone for my sins, kind of thing. And it's, and I do love that. Again, one of the things I love about his character too is the the ways that, you, I mean, the dialogue options. You can really just make him a sly, snarky piece of shit, and he's he's enough of a way, he's enough of a blank slate to like really like you can sort of make him whatever you want in the game. Like I said, I love the dialogue options where you're just being an asshole for no reason.
1: My favorite is. um if the hotel owner dies in, uh, I think, it's, I think it's New York or something you have to go to, and there's, uh, like, some old guy that owns a hotel, and you could kill him, and his, uh, his daughter's just weeping over his body, and JC is like, uh, oh, what a shame to die. And, uh, <laughs> oh, like... Joking over this man's corpse. <laughs> well it's done.
0: so fun. but like I said, there's a couple of that, and I think you have to have humour like that in a game that is so pretty self-serious, because it is a aside from it's like more satirical stuff, it's a pretty, it's a pretty serious game. But like the thing I love most about this game is this game comes out a year before nine 11 and <clears throat> the plot involves terrorists blowing up the statue of Liberty. And now we have created a, a, an anti-terrorist group. That's it's basically team America from that movie where they just have no jurisdiction. They can just go from country to country and just destroy everything they want with no oversight. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny when you think a year later, nine eleven happens and the Patriot Act goes into full force. And-
1: yeah, if you read any of the uh, like newspaper um clippings and uh, DSX, nine eleven also happened. One of the factions in at the NSF, the uh, New Secessionist Forces, which is like this this gang of Alex Joneses, like these sovereign citizen assholes, one of their first big acts against the uh, the tyrannical big government was just to blow up the twin towers. This game came out like lots of a year after uh, <laughs> fucking that happening. Yeah,
0: it's it's some, um, and again, I I don't think it's it's unintentional, but it is so. That and there's some other great shit I love too, especially playing it um uh, post COVID, the whole mm. vaccine subplot in that
1: game. Yeah, the entire plot of this is like <sighs> one guy invents a fucking plague that wipes out half the world, and he's like. He's waiting until the right time to release the cure for it, so he could just sweep in and take over. As like, this this really is like QAnon the video game. what is is QAnon? it
0: is like you have to wonder how much of this game unintentionally. Because again, I don't know if Alex Jones has played this game, but he clearly has heard of it or something. Like, I don't know how big this is in QAnon lore. I don't know if the people who support QAnon are even like even can play video games, but it is. (laughs) It's shocking that this has not been, uh, this game has not been taken over by them yet. Like, they'll do some of all fears, but not this. Like, this- this furthers your narrative way fucking more than that movie does.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think the problem with DSX is the bad guy is just Elon Musk. Yeah, it's true. He's just- he's just some fucking dipshit billionaire that wants to fucking fuse with a machine and become god. You fucking Bob Page's whole plan and the first DSX. It's, like, it's basically Neuralink, yeah. like he wants to inject everyone with nano-machines and take them over. Like, uh, come on man. Yeah, Why no, no, did it, you think this would be a good idea?
0: No, that's kind of the issue with QAnon as a conspiracy theory. The hero is the one who's actually technically evil and all other conspiracy theories. So it doesn't really work. It doesn't work that this man who would this guy the trump who would take photos in an apartment full of gold as a man of the people i don't believe that for a damn minute
1: yeah it's trump really is like uh, like i was um i played all of these games like over the course of many many years um uh i think it was like i was six at the time coming home from a primary school and my dad had a like brand spanking new pc all set up and uh one of the games he had was um he had three games one was uh the original system shock the other was um like one of the dune uh, real-time strategy games and another was the first deus Ex. so it's like i don't think i ever finished system shock because the controls of that are fucking weird yeah, like I know that. I'm, I'm curious to see how the uh, like console uh remake handles that but yeah i, I could not finish that but dsx was like it's like fairly easy it's like a basic run and gun yeah I know. it's like yeah, this, this has chomped the game as well. I
0: mean, the thing is, one of the reasons I think it's 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 interesting is because it's part of that... It, it runs on Unreal Engine, and one of the things I love about, uh, particularly, games of that time... Unreal Engine is so bizarre, I don't know if you've ever played enough games on that engine. But you can kind of tell, because it has that look to it. It, may, it makes me think of, like, if you watch, like, a bad DTV movie that's filmed yeah, in yeah. Bulgaria... And they're trying to hide the fact they're filming it in Eastern Europe, but it's clearly filmed there. That's what Unreal Engine is. It's like. It has that weird, like. Everything is very boxy and gray. And it. And it's even worse with, like, three, because everything looks like it's made out of clay. It has a very distinct look to it that's very hard to describe right now. But if you look at any Unreal 2 or Unreal 3 game, you're like, yeah, that's definitely on the, that engine.
1: Yeah, stuff like uh, Quake and Unreal Tournament, they just. I did enjoy playing them, but they have age like ass. It was like really the only game of that time period that's like really still holds up as DSX. Yeah, because like the gameplay is kind of wonky, but the the story makes up for it.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's not a hard like it's it's wonky, but it has that like any game like now twenty years later has that wonkiness to it. Like that's just kind yeah. of
1: like, So there's uh, there's two versions of DSX. I played both of them like. Uh, to familiarise myself with this episode, I played the PS2 version of DSX, which comes with um like slightly better graphics and uh, like full motion video. Yeah. And <laughs> then the PC game it opens with fucking uh Bob Page and Simmons in the Illuminati base, like the iconic meme scene where they're under the fucking like hands uh, over the world. Whereas then the PS2 version you have like actual cutscenes just to like show off what the ps2 can do at the time yeah,
0: no there the was the conspiracy that's what it was called it was the big re-release like yeah i no, because that's weird that there is like that, that's one of the things that's so weird about a lot of video games there's so many different versions of like i don't know if yeah. this counts as a director's cut in the ps2 version but those cutscenes are fucking weird <laughs> like just these these cheat like these real like like, yeah, everyone, they're standing in front of a whole room of television sets, like, we own the world, yeah. you know? And
1: one of the levels does take place in Paris, as, like, armed fucking police are running around uh, gunning down suspected anarchists. Ah, that's, so, that's, so, that's yeah, another, another... Uh,
0: world, that's another prediction <laughs> right there. We just talked about France burning, and, uh, yeah, uh, no, this game, uh, every couple years, this game just... Something happens and it's like, wow, man, Warren Spector, I don't know if you're a you're a fucking wizard or you just got lucky, but <laughs> god damn.
1: It's what happens when you throw so much shit at the wall, eventually something's going to stick. Like, like all of the conspiracies in this, it's like, you have the fucking Illuminati, the Grey Death, the fucking manufacturing disease, uh, aliens are in this. Yes. You travel to, uh, like, natural Area 51. To fight oh, fucking Bob Page and his God Machine, yeah, and you literally. have uh, Grace running around.
0: That's just that's one of my favorite parts of this game. Is that that's the part of the game where yeah, everything just gets thrown at the wall: aliens, robots, Area Fifty-One. It's in it real this game really is a, a, a conspiracy theories wet dream. Just everything, it's just so fucking great. Ugh.
1: Two is even better for it because like the way DSX the first game ends, you have the. Uh, the three endings, and they're so, like, completely different. It makes you think, like, how could you possibly make a sequel to this? Yeah, like... And then Iron Storm just said, oh, uh, all three happened. Uh, sure, <laughs> yeah.
0: I wish more games just did that. Like, just, just fuck it. Like, all right, so... We're- there is that whole fight that people have, like, a game with multiple endings, like... But, no, I just... I love that. Yeah, so the Invisible War. It's one of those games that's, like it's got it's sort of a weird black sheep of the series like even more so than mankind divided which we will get into but yeah this is sort of the weird black sheep because i think it was like an xbox exclusive for a good while before it actually got on pc which is really bizarre for a a pc-centric game to get a console only sequel
1: that's how i um played invisible war i got it on xbox i got like 50 pence out of my uh, local pawn shop and I hadn't played it for a while and I just keep forgetting like how much just dumb shit in it. Like, sequels tend to be either really good or just really fucking bad and yeah the DSX2 falls into the bad category. Although so There is like some stuff I do like about it overall but uh, it's not great. Like I knew things were fucked as soon as um the universal ammo like, yes. In the first game, in the first game, you had like a whole bunch of ammo, uh, like armor-piercing, tranquilizer darts, and fucking invisible wall. Like, there's one ammo for every fucking gun, and if you run out of that, you're just fucked. It's like, gosh, uh, oh, I do
0: love how like this game kind of doubles down on the. Whole- because it was kind of fun to be like all these conspiracy people, but it feels like they're going a little ham with us because, like, the Knights Templar attack Chicago. (laughs) It's like, come on, man. Grey goo is put into that. It's like, oh, it really does feel like they're just like, what's another weird, like, what's another group of weird conspiracy, scary people we could throw into this game? and
1: the uh, original DSX, you you don't ever face them, but one of the sort of, like, proxy bad guys is uh, FEMA and the Trilateral Commission. And uh, Alex Jones' big thing during the Obama years was the uh, FEMA death camps, which is like a little DSX meme.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a what a game. We've got the, pretty much almost every base covered in terms yeah. of conspiracy lore and weird shit. I know Warren was not involved with this. He left, no. He left to do Thief 3. Um, nice. I can't remember. It was like the third. It was the big budget one. Shadows, like... Dark Shadows or something, but he was involved yeah, in it's Yeah, also
1: uh, the Xbox game.
0: That's, yeah, I know, but that one's, um, that's a fun series, too. But the Warren Spector, is well, after Thief uh, 3, he does Epic Mickey.
1: Oh, yeah, what that. What the fuck
0: happened there? Like-
1: <laughs> I, I don't know if that was just a, like, director for hire thing, but I've, uh, I've never played it, but I've seen, like, a bunch of uh, behind-the-scenes videos of it. His original intention that it was supposed to be a horror game, because it's a Disney product, yeah, and they're, probably... they're incredibly protective of their fucking mascot. They just stepped in and yeah. said, yeah, you're not doing that. Sorry. There was a concept doing, art yeah.
0: for it that is incredibly cool as fuck. Like, it is, like...
1: Right, oh, wow. yes. yeah.
0: Yeah, but again, I think it was just... I probably got a good paycheck out of it, I'll give him that.
1: I think that was, like, the last thing he did, because then, you know like, Disney fucked him over. And, oh, like man. If you if you get if you get into that point, in you truly you may as well just yeah fuck Look, this. I'm gonna get, get, retire.
0: Getting into bed with Disney at all will will break you at some point. Like yeah. like man. Ryan Coogler says he wants to go do an X Files reboot. I'm like yeah yeah I saw escaping that. that fucking dungeon, buddy. <laughs> like all these fucking people who like just get swallowed up by the Disney content machine. It's like they're, they're never leaving. Ryan Coogan no, will that. never make another Fruitvale Station. That'll never fucking happen.
1: Black Panther was his uh, one for one with uh, Jesus and the uh, Black Messiah. Uh, like, but then, yeah, I'll do one for you, you do one for me. Yeah, but I don't and, know, but like, his uh, his one for one for uh, Black Panther two is going to be.
0: Unfortunately, probably with Space Jam two. Oh fuck that's
1: yeah! because yeah. <laughs> he's a producer on that. It's,
0: so, that's,
1: so probably... that's two for them and zero for him then. What right.
0: hell, dude? Like, yeah, god yeah. damn it, that's. I, I do know Warren's apparently... I don't know what he's up to anymore, but... Uh, he, I, I think but, he
1: just hangs out and talks about DSX. I think he's... Yeah, he's sort of, probably just... Because I saw um he give a talk at a game certain, uh, quick, a couple of years ago, and that's just what he does now. He just gives talks about the games he's made. Uh, so
0: yeah. yeah, he had nothing to do with the second game, and really...
1: It, I mean, really, is, it really is the B team uh, working on DSX to, like like it feels like fan fiction in a way because uh the templars are referenced in the first game you have that mission in paris where you have to go fucking like yeah. find their hidden gold stash to fund uh to fund fucking uh morgan everett's uh like true illuminati against bob page and here they're a fucking like they're basically the nazis in dsx too. Yeah, they're like we need to round uh, like every augmented person into death camps and you can side with them you can, you can kill all the yeah, fucking you can, you, can, you can commit genocide yeah if
0: you want to be a fascist sure that's what I love about these these open end games you want to be like a fascist sure fuck it the game's, this game's gonna call you a piece of shit for doing that but you can do it it's like and that's that kind of go, that continues on to other games like my favorite is like the Fallout like New Vegas you can side with yeah. Caesar who's a legit fucking on a like a crusade which I always think is hilarious that there are people who's like well I think Caesar was on to something I'm like really? <laughs> Mm. This dude who crucifies fucking people,
1: like. Yeah, that's what I love about uh, RPG <laughs> games, especially, um, like, the Fallout series. Fallout 3 aside, the games really like, are just, yeah, you can commit genocide if you want, who cares. It's I know cool. when um, Cyberpunk came out, uh, it got a lot of shit because you could side with the evil corporation. Yeah, in a true RPG, you should be able to do that. Yeah. You should be able to play the fucking bad guy. How?
0: Why would you ever play villains? I'm like, because. Why not? Sometimes it's hilarious. Yeah. you know, it's you don't have to do it. The game's not forcing you to do it, but
1: yeah, exactly. It's like freedom of choice is freedom to also not do stuff as well. Same with, so uh, you don't have to do that.
0: Same with uh, any Elder Scrolls game. It's like yeah, you can side Hell with yes. uh, the 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 Stormcloaks, who are all fucking racist, even if you're playing like an Argonia, and you can be like, yeah, I want to join the white supremacist yeah. group of this of this game.
1: And was really, so, how like the the two joinable factions and that are fucking like the roman empire or the nazis it's great
0: <laughs> yeah no that game's uh,
1: that game's fucked i, I fucked. do not care for it it
0: is it is hilarious although the modding community is the only reason it, it really had a yeah. life because yeah no oblivion's hilarious because you get to fight literal satan and especially over the oh, yeah. mr krabs is running his like because that guy sounds like mr krabs he's running the guy yeah, sure, crazy yeah. alice in wonderland hellscape <laughs> Fucking awesome!
1: I haven't played uh, Oblivion for a long time, but it's one of those games that just stays with me because, like, oh yeah, the amount, the like, the amount of shit you get to do, in that is like, it like really puts most modern games yeah. to shame. You could,
0: you could play the whole game and not find quest lines. Like, you have to go oh, yeah. to certain places, and the game doesn't tell you. Like, you'll miss a quest line because you didn't listen to an NPC at a bar talking about like. There were three women walking down the street that way, and then Quest added to your log. Look, it is... It's wild. It's one of those... And you just don't see games like that anymore. Like That's the problem I have with uh, when we get into... We may as well get into the... uh, the square enix series but, yeah. I uh, own... but, but,
1: uh, but uh, before we do um dsx invisible war has one of my favorite endings to any game so uh throughout the game there are these sort of proto borg characters called the omar and they're like russian cyborgs that were forced to uh, enhance themselves after the collapse from the first game and one of the endings is you can side with them and destroy the world so they're like the last people standing is great like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the Templars are genocidal. The Omar are fucking omnicidal. They'll just kill everybody. Problem, the,
0: the problem with the, the two endings, this is the same problem we talked with Skyrim. It's like, you join the Illuminati and create a surveillance hellscape or destroy the world. There's no <laughs> good ending to this. It's all bad.
1: But the time you get to the prequels, like, the problem with doing Deus uh, DSX prequels how exactly do you set up all this shit? Yeah, no. know. And... Uh, yeah. And
0: the problem is all the kooky shit's gone. Like, none there, no, there's <laughs> yeah. no, like, there's no, area there's no Templars, there's no goddamn, like, like, none of that 90s, like, conspiracy shit. It's so funny, because this is the reason I really wanted to do this episode more than anything, it's like, you have the original, which is this, it's sort of an anti-capitalist masterpiece, because it is about the way corporations don't view people as people. You are a slave until you, you break free, and the underworld that comes with that. And then you have the, these reboots, which are entirely anti-capitalism. Also, pre-order our DLC. It is just this... It, it doesn't gel at all, trying to make an anti-capitalist game in a in the way video games are handled now. You, you just can't do it and do it with a straight face.
1: You may as well just make some dumb Call of Duty game at that point. Because yeah, uh, I don't know if you've played Disco Elysium, but there's been a like, a bunch of funky shit going on behind the scenes of that. I'm aware that
0: there is a meme creator for it, and that's when I'm, yeah. everyone involved with this project is gone. Anyone who had any de- dignity in that original team has left.
1: If you've ever played Disco Elysium, like, the entire premise of that game is, like, uh, this capitalism sucks, and, like, anyone that supports it is just a, just a borderline fascist. And now, like, because the original inventors are gone, it, it's just, like, run by some soulless company yeah and- so they're just like yeah i had a, a meme uh, generator in there yeah. fuck it
0: and that's the problem i have with uh, human revolution which is the only one of the reboots i've played i tried to do a full pacifist run and i uh, gave up mm-hmm. about halfway through because the. <laughs> i always try my best i'm like fuck this because <laughs> <laughs> it's like i have 12 hours to go for this achievement fuck it. i don't even care anymore that's a bizarre game to do a prequel to as well because Again, the way it sets itself up is sort of like, it's less like the original, which is like this kind of gonzo, like 90s conspiracy theory, wet dream, and this one's just like the Matrix or something. Everyone's like got robot arms and slick black suits and shit. Yeah, uh, and trench
1: coats. Yeah, trench coats. Everyone's putting a trench coat in this for some reason. Yeah,
0: It's a lot less like, the thing I love about that first game is how open it is, where it is like. You can just... You really can do whatever you want in that game. You you can stealth run it as a pacifist or just start shooting everything that moves. And the game's like, well, all right. And this game, it's just like... All the levels are very strictly... Like, go from A to B. There's no real... Other than this Like, you can either stealth your way through it and not kill anyone or kill everyone. There's no real player choice beyond that. And it's kind of just... It's the illusion of, of RPG player choice rather than actual, like... Player
1: choice. The first game in particular, because um, as I said, I've been replaying all these games, and I hadn't played Human Revolution since it like came out, and I had forgotten how like how big it is, but also how confined it is. Yeah. It really is just like go from A to B. Like a bunch of ways you could do that, but it really is just yeah, yeah go do this thing. Yeah.
0: Right. No, it's very much. And again, I think that's I, I had read the developer was bought out during development. So they were originally like independent and then Square Enix bought all of Idos's stuff when they went bankrupt. Because Idos went bankrupt, so Square Enix bought everything. So that's why they own Hitman and Tomb Raider and all that stuff. And like, it is quite impressive though, I'll say this, for a first time developer to make a game like this is quite impressive. Like, as a Deus Ex game, it, it it is really just, on its own terms it's fine, but as a Deus Ex game, it's, it's a real fucking disappointment.
1: Yeah, the story is just completely fucked as well. Oh, uh, Adam Jensen, the character you play in that, is like, he is Trump, basically. He's just this guy that's like, found himself in a situation he has fucking no idea about. And is just like, well, I guess I'm here now.
0: Yep, I guess, um, yeah, it's just sort of, there's no real stakes to it. He's just sort of like, uh, he just goes from like Montreal to Detroit to Ch- Shanghai and, the, the boss fights in the game are shit, too, because you have to yeah. use guns, which is like, well, that's, like, what the fuck, man? Because I know there's a director's cut that did change a whole bunch of stuff that's very different from the original, but it is, like, I don't know, the fact that there's a director's cut of this game tells you how rough the vanilla original was.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've only ever played the um, original uh, vanilla version, and I don't know when the director's cut as it's not completely different, but there are like massive changes to it, like, and the director's cut. They remove the piss filter, that weird like yeah. color grades. Over it, which is the game looks fine, it has this like awful color palette to black, it that just it has, makes it speak, visually unappealing. Yeah, but the, the,
0: going back to Trump, black and gold, like it really is. Yeah, and yeah, like, black and gold everywhere. Yeah. Black and gold everywhere. It, and that was a weird part of like like early like twenty tens video games where everything was just drenched in piss for some reason. Like games just looked really bad during that time. Like,
1: yeah, uh, Fallout Three is probably the worst example oh, of that.
0: So ugly. That game is so fucking ugly. Um, yeah, no, that was, but that was like more like a late 2000s thing where you had like, like the original Call of Duty 4 look, would look like Piss Filter 2. Bioshock looked rough as hell because it was running on Unreal 2 <laughs> around the time Unreal yeah. 3 is already out. That game looks janky as fuck. Yeah, no, it, it's that weird period where like we were, we kind of, they had already kind of peaked because that's kind of the problem with video games now. It's like, how do they peak visually aside from just being photorealistic? There's no real way to make them visually interesting anymore
1: every game now it has like a 4k setting like you can choose um hdr and that like beefs up the brightness i was playing um uh destiny 2 uh recently because it's like free to play in the psn marketplace as a game it looks fine but it's also like, it's supposed to be in 4k but it's just really though like can you really have proper 4k games i don't think so
0: no i think i think the problem is you need like the right tech too as yeah. well, especially if you're playing on console whereas like i don't I, I mean i used to have a gaming pc but like my gaming pc is old as shit now so yeah, yeah. but going back to human revolution it's just sort of a it's it's weirdly forgettable like i played it as, a, yeah. a while ago but i was just like i don't really remember much of it there is one scene i remember where you can tell the a grieving mother how horribly her daughter died up for... <laughs> one of the most and especially in adam jensen's fucking bland ass voice It is yeah one uh, of the funnier things i've seen it's like what happened to her daughter she was shot and killed she bled out it's like what the fuck <laughs>
1: yeah that's uh that's, that's one of the few things he like, translates between these games is, like, Adam Jensen can be a, like, cynical fucking snarkass just, like, going around telling people how their fucking relatives died.
0: I I not played the other sequel, Mankind Divided. I know you did, mm. but, And I remember very vividly seeing an ad for it. It was like, this is right before Trump gets elected president. So this is, like, mid-2016... And I remember seeing, like, Android Lives Matter on the advertisement. I'm like, that is, that's so desperate. Like, that's just, that really just turned me off of the game. Like, had nothing to do with it being a Black Lives Matter reference. It's how cynically that was put in. Yeah. Like, I sort of, like, like Donald Trump is about to be president. We must hashtag resist. It's like, fucking Jesus.
1: So this, uh, so kind of divided, which I uh, I finished my third playthrough of that yesterday. And I hadn't played it since twenty seventeen, and I completely forgot about all the like, uh, augmented apartheid shit. Like the plot of the game is the Illuminati went to pass them bill that fucking like sends augmented people to private prison camps. It it really is one of those games that like, I quite like the game. It's like in terms of gameplay, it's the most fun. Like, in terms of story, it's just complete dog shit. That
0: seems to be a running theme because I know um, Last of Us Two has an apartheid uh, type message. Yeah, too. It's yeah. Like, that seems to be a, a running theme. And that's kind of the problem I have with with video game writing, especially games that try to do serious commentary like that. It's like I just don't think a lot of these like a lot of these guys who write these games are like B tier. Like there's no nuance. It's just fucking let's beat you over the head. Do you get it? Do you get it? And it just comes across as just desperation
1: more than anything in terms of plot it's it's like slightly better from uh human revolution because the plot of human revolution is your girlfriend gets kidnapped by the illuminati and you have to go rescue her yeah that's pretty it's much like,
0: the whole plot of them i mean yeah. there might be other stuff but that's about it
1: yeah but it's mankind divided as jensen is augmented so he has to stop this fucking uh this, like, plan to round up all the... Even if you just have, like, a robot hand for surgery, you're getting sent to... There's, um... One of the levels, like, playable levels, is uh, a place called Golem City, based out in Prague, that's just been converted to this, like, augmented ghetto that people will get sent to if they don't have the right fucking paperwork. Yep. It's, uh, that's it's another, very that's on the nose.
0: That's another fun Deus Ex prediction. Uh, we're getting there with uh, the gay, gay people sooner or yeah. later. That's I don't know how you enforce that do we have to draw blood for them to be gay or something? Like, I just... That's what
1: all these people fucking believe in. They think that gay blood is, like, that gay people are just a completely different race. And you can, like, tell who's gay or not by fucking drawing blood out of them. Like, I saw a JK Rowling on Twitter talking about, like, (laughs) like, male and female blood are completely different. Trans people are on hormones that, like, fucks up and makes their blood poisonous. It's like uh what did uh, uh, this
0: woman writes books for children ladies and gentlemen <laughs> keep that in mind oh, oh jesus no, but, yeah no. talk
1: about fucking uh overhanded shit like they what we're I mean about deus ex but at least that's like somewhat grounded yeah whereas like the actual like real life shit now is like yeah it's pizza gate it's uh gay people are fucking like demonic it's just uh yeah, it's just dumb shit. Well, listen, it's not I mean, fun yeah, anymore.
0: Conspiracies aren't fun anymore. That's why it's. I think that's why this series is on ice now. A because I yeah, think, yeah. It, that's kind of funny because after me, Man- yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think Mankind Divide was a bomb, but it didn't perform as well as I think they hoped it would. So it's kind of that seems to be the thing with most video games. Like if something doesn't go well, we put it on ice for ten years, and then we bring it back to keep the rights because that's really what a lot of reboots are—just to keep the rights. It's like what film studios do. Where, yeah. why are you rebooting the 60s film? Because Warner Brothers needs to keep that shit.
1: Yeah, that's where those, like, 12 Hellraiser movies. Because yeah. fucking, uh, the Weinsteins don't want to, let like, that shit go. There's,
0: there's a couple video games yes. like that that are just straight-up Ashcan projects. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, there's a couple of them where it's, like, I think the last Tony Hawk game was, like, yeah, thrown yeah. together in, like, six months. I remember when it came out, it looked like Goat Simulator.
1: Yeah, it was like fucking bad. Like,
0: wow. Um, yeah, they charged money yeah. for this.
1: But going back to um, *Mankind Divided*, if you know the uh, like the background of it, since *Human Revolution* did so well, because it's like, oh, a new, a uh, new DSX game. Let's go back. it. Enix wanted to make this a trilogy, so they told the production team to cut *Mankind Divided* in half and have that be uh, another game. So that's why. Um, Mankind Divided ends so like, a massive cliffhanger. Uh, Jensen saves the day. He stops the, uh, like, apartheid fucking act from passing. And the game literally ends with he's in his apartment looking into, like, looking at the window, like, vowing to hunt down the Illuminati. And it just ends. There's no fucking, like, no, there's, no... there's no fucking catharsis. It's just... To be continued, oh, which oh, shit, yeah, sir. That's, yeah, no,
0: that's, uh, that's the problem with, like, again, that's, this is the issue, and I, I'm going to get into this, might, might as well now. I firmly have the, the Roger Ebert mindset that I, I don't think video games can be art. And it has nothing to do with quality or anything of that. It's the fact that when you're in an industry so beholden to capitalism like video games, it's downright impossible occasionally mm. something will come through like like a original deus ex or a spec ops or a disco elysium but that that is the exception not the rule
1: for mankind divided there was like there was like five different types of pre-order like ways you could pre-order it depending on uh stores you go to there was like a game shop exclusive uh a walmart exclusive and they all had like different shit i remember and people this. got so mad at them fucking uh, Square Enix had to scrap the entire fucking system and just have, like, one standard pre-order bonus. <laughs>
0: how does this work, though? Do you have to pre-order five copies of the game to get everything? Like, no, seriously, <laughs> on, I remember reading about this. I'm like, how the fuck does this actually work? And that's a that's another problem I have with video games as well. It's like, we're going to make all this extra stuff, and it's just going to be gone forever because it's you have to go to Walmart to get it. And if you can't get it, well, you, you fuck off, son, because you're not going
1: to get it. That was a thing of uh video games up until fairly recently, like, from about twenty ten to like I say like last year, of um video game exclusives. Uh one of my favorite examples of that is uh Soul Calibur Four. There's two different versions of that depending on um Which If you get the add? Xbox or the PS3, one comes with uh, Yoda, the other comes with Darth Vader. And it's like so I have to buy Two fucking versions of this game to like get the full experience? Are you fucking it's, kidding it's, me? It's,
0: yeah, and there's uh there's one for the I think it was the 2011 Mortal Kombat. You get Kratos yeah, on yeah. PS3, but you can't get that Jesus anywhere Christ. else. It's like, wow, it's just. And I think it, I don't know if it, it's gonna get better because I think like people have kind of accepted. I remember when people got up in arms that microtransactions were a thing and like Dead Space yeah. uh, Three. Yes.
1: Oh, fuck, I remember that. Cause that that was the uh quite now. That was the first, like, uh, big microtransaction game. I remember playing it when it came out because, like, I loved fucking uh, Dead Space 1 too. So I was, like, hyped as shit for it. And I was, like, the game starts pushing uh, these, like, weird transactions. Like, oh, fork over real money for, like, an uh, upgraded gun. I was, like, w- what the fuck is this? Oh. Why are you putting adverts in this game? Like... The, the whole point of games is to, like, bypass that shit.
0: Yeah, no, De- I know you talk about Destiny. Uh, Destiny 2, I, I played the original. What made me quit was you could just buy level, uh, level 20 and you'd be done. I'm like, you lazy bastards. Go to the yeah. Crucible and just grind to that shit. Grow up. Like, fuck. Like you have no faith in your audience yes. to actually play your fucking game.
1: Like, you don't see that as much now because, again, that was a big thing back then. Really, buy a DLC that fucking unlocks everything. Like especially in fighting games, I know. Um, the Last Street Fighter got a lot of shit for that. I pay fucking fifty dollars to unlock everything. I was like, what's the point then? Why are you fucking? Why are you doing this? In
0: particular, are great for that kind of stuff. Like, great to like nickel mm. and dime people because they're so beholden to like you being good at a specific character if you put that character behind a paywall well they have to buy it now yeah because If you're good with like i don't know whatever the woman dressed as a stripper or the tight muscle man guy is i don't know but like if you're good with that you it's behind a paywall you have to pay for it so nah. and that's just again this is partly why i that's... just think video games are just so fucking like uh, it's just so hard it's just I know there's like real people who work here and try, but you are fighting against the system, man, and you're not going to win. I'm sorry. Like, fucking Fortnite breaks in a billion dollars every year. Like, that, yeah. you're not I... going to, you're not going to have like your great, amazing, like, like meditation on like the horrors of man or capitalism game ever, ever get made because of that.
1: Yeah. And that's what I do admire about Fortnite, even though I've never played it, about how like, nakedly brazen it is with all that shit oh, like yeah, no. this isn't trying to be high art you have fucking uh you have like goku the around shooting uh fucking timothy Charlemagne from dune <laughs> like uh oh. like yeah this is this is clown shoes whereas when you get to dsx the fucking the bad guys are evil billionaires but <laughs> you have to pay for fucking uh like practice kits and shit it's fucking you brought up the last of us too uh the dsx prequels kind of have the um like violence isn't the way forward adam jensen's like meme line is i didn't ask for this but the problem is like one of the upgrades you can get is like shooting uh swords out of your arm to like kill people the the message is uh conflicting with the gameplay here yeah. like that's a don't don't make your anti-violence game so fucking fun to kill people. That's a,
0: yeah, no, that, that's the problem with the, like Last of Us 2 Like the, the another one I loved was too. It's like this is a game with the horrors of man and humanity is evil. Also, get the fun anime Funko Pop figures. Like, <laughs> Jesus, like imagine if like I don't know, fucking Schindler's List. You could buy Funko Pops for that movie.
1: that surprise you, you I'm, su- I'm
0: sure they exist, but I'm just saying. Imagine if there were official Funko Pop figures. It is like, again, it just sort of, that's kind of the nature of... They also have that one sect of game developers that I'm obsessed with who just want to be filmmakers, so they couldn't get past film school. Yeah, Kojima has that. David Cage is just a straight-up, yes. like, if that dude made a film, he'd get laughed out of Sundance, and I would be all
1: there for it. Yeah, David Cage is like the uh, bizarre old version of Kojima. Kojima is like, I'm not a big Kojima fan, but like, he actually knows what he's doing. He knows how to actually direct people one of my favorite behind the scenes of like anything like any piece of media is uh beyond two souls oh god wonderful exactly and uh, elliot page and it's just oh, oh man
0: that's one of my favorite i know exactly the picture of them on the press tour <laughs> and it's the most oh my god it's one of the most amazing things i've ever like that one picture of willem defoe is just and there's another <laughs> one with, yeah, just just looking defeated there's that other one that he did uh, i can't remember what game it was for but it was like willem defoe is in front of a um a banner of doritos at mountain dew I have no idea what it's for. Yes, yeah, it uh. Game,
1: but it's one of those. I think that's like a Photoshop meme. Like they took the, um, behind the scenes of a Beyond Two Souls. And stuck all their, uh, like, uh, Halo promotional shit. Cause that was another big thing a few years ago. Like, I, uh, like a bottle of Mountain Dew to get fucking, like, a gun from Hero. It still is. Oh, fucking. Yeah. It, it really
0: didn't go away. Cause I, I think no, I no. have... god, I've seen something similar the last couple of years ago to it convenience store to get a pack of smokes and it's like oh wow this is (laughs) fucking
1: recently man like um diablo 4 has like uh the only way you could get access to the beta of that is if you pre-order the game or you can get like a like a box, like a bucket of chicken from kfc like drumstick feast from kfc they come with like beta codes for some reason it's like the fucking mcdonald's monopoly thing just like peel off a tag it's like oh i have a I have access to this game. Yeah. Real quick, I love the, the fact fuck? they
0: announced Diablo 4 right after that lawsuit. <laughs> the, you remember that lawsuit that happened a while ago? They had to rename yeah. a character in Overwatch because one of their employees ended up being a complete fucking creep. And they announced Diablo 4 right after. I'm like, hmm. I wonder yeah. if this has anything to do
1: with anything. It doesn't help that uh, Bobby Kotick is uh, on Epstein's flight logs. Yes, which uh, people tend to uh, forget. We should probably end in a positive because I know um, Square Enix sold a bunch of their uh, IPs to like a bunch of different studios, and apparently we are getting new DSX. Okay. So, yeah, for sure. There's a few days to see how that turns out. I'll... I just really want to see fucking. Um, how Adam Jensen becomes J.C. Denton. Because apparently like, in Mankind Divided, uh, one of the subplots is um, the character actually dies and between uh, Human Revolution and Mankind Divided, you're playing a clone because the original fucking died when a panthea blew up. And that sets up the fact that fucking uh, J.C. and his brother are clones. So, yeah, that's uh I would like to see how that gets resolved. They sold, the couple. They
0: called us sold a couple games. They sold that. I think they sold Tomb Raider as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: that's, uh, well, I mean, they've not been... Uh, they've been struggling financially for a while now, mostly because I love how every time it's like, a game needs to sell six million copies to break even. Meanwhile, it's yeah. fucking like a niche title. It's like, Jesus, man. <laughs>
1: that's that's a problem with like the movification of games... Like, games, like, the average budget of your. the average AAA game now is hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. And if they don't fill a million copies fucking opening weekend, they just bomb. Yeah, no. Like, it's... that's what happened to fucking Mankind Divided. People looked at the market, and like, the fucking advertising. was like, yeah, fuck this. I think
0: it was like... Resident Evil 6 sold like 8 million copies, and it still didn't break even. It's like, yeah. holy fuck. Like, it's funny because the video games that have developed are developed the same way James Cameron made uh, Avatar 2. It's like, that's not a sustainable business model. It's one time, no. sure, not every single one of them.
1: Occasionally you get something successful, like, you know, the uh, the remake of Resident Evil 4, the of fuck ton of uh, of copies, and it just came out. Yeah. But oh. uh, yeah, that is the ex- uh, exception, not the rule. Real... I want to play that because I'm a huge oh, fan fuck yeah. the
0: Oh, the original is one of my favorite because it's like, it's one of the great parodies of the video game protagonist. It's unintentional. Like like, no, it's like, save the president's daughter. I don't smoke, I don't drink, and I don't have premarital sex, but I will kill hundreds of people. Because <laughs> yeah. Leon's body count at the end of that game is in the thousands. And he's like this straight cut. He's like Chuck Norris, but straight-laced, you know, all-American.
1: Yeah, he's a twink Chuck Norris. He even has, like, the same sort of get-up like the uh like the coat and fucking jeans as he's going around blowing fucking uh blowing the swarthy foreigners' heads off no, shinji mikami who directed that that Hell was yeah. his
0: last entry of that series before he left and i get why because yeah. you can't top that that's no. your that's your, this... that's your mic drop i'm done yeah. like, i'm gonna go do that shitty game with bethesda I don't know if yeah. you remember that. He left to go do that game with Bethesda. It was some, like,
1: evil and yeah. something, and it was just not good. It's not good. Yeah, everything really went to shit uh, as soon as he left. There's like, an Evil 5. I haven't played that since it came out, but, like, apart from the occasional meme from it, it's just not great. And Resident Evil 6 is dog shit. Resonable I fucking sexist. hate that. I yeah, like
0: 7 because it's basically like the first... That's off to but well, yeah. it's also just a, a non-stop horror movie reference marathon. The opening is Texas Chainsaw and then it turns into <laughs> like... You're fighting David Cronenberg. Mom's like David Cronenberg. She's got bugs coming out of her vagina and shit. And then yeah. the, the son is like a Saw villain. Fucking awesome! Yeah, it's fucking. I never played the experience. new. F- I never played the new game again. I just sort of was like, I was like, unless they're gonna throw in like a number of Witchfinder general references, I don't care. Like keep the movie. Yes, yeah, uh,
1: be... I never got into it either because it's like we're tired of zombies, so we're just gonna have like the werewolves. Okay, then great. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure. I was fine with the occasional like big bug monster, but yeah, as soon as you are something vampires, that's when you're uh, you're losing me. Like,
0: are they going to do five? Are they going to remake Resident Evil five? Because um, Well, here's my thing: Do we keep or get rid of all the racism? Because holy mother of God, I don't know if you remember how that first level is, but like, yeah. you are fighting base dudes from like. Uh, a, a D.W. Griffith film. It's one of the mm. most insensitive. Like, got like 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 witch doctor masks and spears. I'm like, this is holy shit.
1: <laughs> I feel yeah. like if you are changing that, you would have to change the entire game. That's the problem. So I don't know yeah, if could do it. It's yeah, like, you know. This you, is you, like
0: when Disney will have to eventually remake the Song of the South. I'm like, you guys are, mm. you guys have gotta really ask yourself if this is a good idea. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is uh, worth your soul or not, well probably so hasn't been tainted. to it anyway.
0: The original well is so tainted, I don't think you can go to it anymore, but...
1: To round this off, um... So, uh, did you ever watch that uh, last Tomb Raider movie? The... With, um... What's the fuck? The one from... Uh... It,
0: the one from Ex Machina? Yeah. I did not watch it. I...
1: Originally, uh, Square Enix wanted to do, like, uh... Like, their own MCU and oh that, that, that Tomb Raider movie we got a few years ago was supposed to set that up. So it was going to be like a cinematic universe of uh, Tomb Raider, Hitman, uh, Just Cause, and Deus Ex. They were all going to like take place uh, concurrently in this this big, dumb universe. That's
0: fucking horrible. That's a horrible <laughs> idea. Like, if I'm a... That's the worst pitch I've ever heard. And I... I... That might be worse than the Dark Universe, if anyone remembers yeah. that. Like, that's horrible. Like it's... Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Now I'm sure I sure as shit will never watch it. Just...
1: I know they were supposed to do, like, a, a sequel to the Terminator movie. Ben Whitwise was supposed to uh, be directing it. And he got bored and decided to go to the Meg too. So but we're never going to get the Square Enix uh, shared universe. Yep. But, yeah, yeah. What is Sad it with face. Ben Wheatley's
0: obsession with directing sequels to mediocre movies? Because <laughs> that seems like, again, he's. I don't know if he's hard up for. Like, I know Ben Wheatley's such an unpredictable like filmmaker. Like, he's never made the same film twice. But he seems to be yeah. like, very adamant about having a big budget movie in his catalog.
1: I think COVID's just fucked him up. Oh, Because, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, because uh, if you've ever seen Into the Woods, that is, like, such a made in COVID movie. It's just like four people hanging out in the woods in the middle of nowhere and it's maybe about like five people
0: yeah it wouldn't shock me if he lost his mind like everyone else did
1: have a light i don't smoke what's your name i'm a little busy right now uh, hey can i ask a favor i'm out of money have any spare chips how does someone with no money get into a club with a 300 credit cover charge my friends work here then you must know all about the place Oh yes, I used to work in the office. I could tell you anything. How about 200 credits? I could give you the code to the safe room.
0: Already been there. Are you sure? I broke in myself. Looks like that code isn't going to be as valuable as you thought.
1: Oh great, I really hit bottom this time. That was my last chance to make any cash. I hope you're happy.
0: Maybe you should try getting a job.